Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. Tony. Did you forget? <laughs> Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. <sighs> Each of us... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's the Use your note. thing going on in here. Each of uh, we take turns. Dog has shit the bed. <laughs> we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but when we listen to our podcast, you give these films a second chance. Today's pick on the podcast is John's pick. 2016's The Nice Guys. Why'd uh, you say it like that? I don't know. Oh. Get a Winkle Wango card from friends. I know. Ooh, I leaned forward and the got worse. He <laughs> might have shit again. Elaine's dog's having some digestional issues. Maybe we should shut the door. <laughs> He's already here. So we'll Grab shut him in, in here? No, kick him out and shut the door. All right. So, this Use your notebook as a fan. Shush. Like Dr. Doolittle said, it's just some wind. It's only natural. All right, so... Holland March, played by Ryan Gosling, is a down-on-his-luck private eye in 1977 Los Angeles. Jackson Healy, Russell Crowe, is a hired enforcer who hurts people for a living. Fate turns them into unlikely partners and a young woman named Amelia, Margaret Quelle, mysteriously disappears. That's called a synopsis. No one else does that but me. I don't know why. I used to. <laughs> I don't know when I stopped, but I did used to. I'm, my episodes are too long, anyways. So this has a Rotten Tomato scores of 91 and 78. Uh-huh. A Metacritic of 70, but I remember looking and it was 58. But that was a while ago. <laughs> but here's where I'm getting it in. Uh-huh. We're Cause, suspicious. Because it ma- the budget was $50 million. Mm-hmm. And it made... $350 million? 68. Which puts it <laughs> in the red. Because the movie theaters want to get a little bit of that money, too. You don't know how that movie math checks I out. I do, because what you do is you read it. The reason why they give you the number that it made is so the number is bigger. Mm-hmm. Because people and you know, it's a it's a penis measuring thing. Mm-hmm. You want to put the biggest number you can. I know, it's in that's gross, what, not net. It's in gross, not net. What, there you go. And that's why this movie is underappreciated. Mm-hmm. I think it is, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. He just took my old lady strawberry candy. And I'm going to eat it, too. It's delicious. <laughs> so, there's that. Um, I have some reviews. Oh, Because okay. uh, that's what you do here. Here's one from Ed M. Uh-huh. Trying Ed hard. Miller? Might have been. Trying hard. Trying too hard, and he spelled too wrong, to be a buddy, a buddy cop movie. Because they missed. Typical Hollywood liberal leftist conspiracy crap. Wow. <laughs> it's convoluted in its storyline. I didn't think this movie seemed political, really. I mean, I guess. It's a little lefty. <laughs> I mean, the plot is a little is about politics a little bit, but it's not really That's a not really political the movie. About, <laughs> the, the undertone but yeah. drives the plot is, is a little political, but... I guess so. <sighs> anyway. That's the, the negative one. It was one star. You couldn't tell. Here's one 10 out of 10 from Nikki S. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, this is capitalized. Hilarious from start to finish. One of my fav- one of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. Exclamation point. 
exclamation point. That's two. Uh huh. <laughs> That's double the exclamation points. And, and she finishes up with, and "If you don't like this movie, you're an idiot, and all your opinions are invalid." Mm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strong take. <laughs> um, so what did you think going in, Carly? I thought, based on the picture that you shared in our group chat, it looks like a comedy, but I've never heard of it, so that's just a guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think it's listed as an action crime comedy thriller, so most of us could do this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that it's really funny. It's funny. There are funny lines, but I don't know that it's really. When Ryan Gosling's in the bathroom dropping a deuce, and Russell Crowe comes in and he's having trouble with the door, that's funny. Do you know what one of the funniest moments to me was when he went in the tank? No, 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 no. We, we, we got. It. We were gonna talk about that. He's. Uh, it's funny because he's the comic relief. Mm-hmm. What did you think, Elaine? I was like, oh. We just watched this, like, two weeks ago. I don't even have to watch this again. This is a good movie. <laughs> Tony? I was like, I had never heard of this movie in my life. Really? No. That just one get by you. Yeah. Slept by me. Because the reason that I bring... happens a couple of times when John picks these movies and you're like, how did I well, not he, hear about them? he looks for these movies, and I usually just kind of find them on occasion, and usually from him. But I don't, I, don't, I, I don't look for these movies as much as he does. He always finds these movies, and I'm always like, where the hell did he get this from? Well, the reason that I'm surprised that you had never heard of this movie is because it's written and directed by a guy you might have heard Shane of. Shane Black. Shane Black. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do believe he's a welcome back to the podcast. He is. Mm-hmm. Last Boy Scout. That's right. And he also did a few things you may have heard of called Iron Man 3 that made well. a like a little, a few billion. A couple of bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. made a, a couple, couple shekels. Mm-hmm. He, um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But I keep wanting to do that, but then you realize that you can't. I know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. He was Hawkins in Predator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he also wrote the new Predator movie, but we're not going to hold that against him. He's done a couple stinkers, but yeah. overall, he he's good. The last week's talked about Lethal Weapon 4. Mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon Three. He also wrote a little and movie. Lethal that, Weapon Two. A little movie we did a while back called The Monster Squad. Yes, he did. Yes. Um, so there's that. that out again. Yes, and the cast is great. Um, you may have heard of this one guy, Russell Crowe. Nope. I don't think we've ever done a Russell Crowe movie. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the Mummy. Oh yeah. He was Doctor Jekyll. Wishes he wasn't, but he was. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. He's famous for Gladiator, obviously, yeah. which came out in 2000. So. Mm. Um, but he's also been in L.A. Confidential, which is a great movie I'm, I might do for Carly's birthday. He was in the almost mythol- mythical episode of the podcast, Winter's Tale. Oh, that's right. He was the bad guy. Mm. The demon or something. Yeah. Don't go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> the audio is terrible. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Um, Did we do Man of Steel? But he was also Jor-El. And, no, we haven't yeah. done it yet. I can never remember. And he's been in some stinkers like Robin Hood. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, another welcome back to the podcast, Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Yep. John's our... favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Did, who picked um, Crazy Stupid Love? You. That was me. You, <laughs> you did. Gangster Squad. And Gangster you. Squad. You. <laughs> I said, "Wow, John likes him." So Ryan Gosling. Well, he's really good. <laughs> Two of my favorite actors right now: Ryan Gosling and Tom Hardy. Yeah. Ryan Gosling is great. He does. All, listen to this line, okay? <laughs> Don't hold all these against him, but because Drive wasn't very good, but 
he wasn't bad in it. I mean, La La Land did phenomenal. I didn't really I like didn't it, see but it. but he's been in some. You know, he was in Blade Runner, the new one, um, The Big Short, which he's, I didn't do that yet. No, you. I might have, do that for Carly's. You birthday. might do that for Carly's birthday. You're the. It's gonna man. I got time. But he's been in just epics, 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 epics. There was one movie he did called The Ides of March with George Clooney, where he mm. plays like, um, George Clooney's the politician and he's like the campaign manager or whatever, and he's like, no, this is a different kind of politician. He finds out the guy's a piece of shit. Ah. He did a pretty famous movie called The Notebook, never heard of it. which I've never seen and don't intend to, either. but it's pretty famous. Also, I quite loved him in Remember the Titans. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he was in that too. Oh my god, he was in one episode of Hercules the Legendary Journeys. Wow. And he was also a Mouseketeer. And if you're not sure of any other things, just go back to one of our other episodes where I picked a movie that he was in and go over that. <laughs> There's also um Angry Rice. She played Holly. She was in Spider Man, um, Homecoming. Mm-hmm. She was Betty. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of other things I've never heard of. <laughs> Uh, Matt Bomer, who um, I really loved him in um, White Collar, the TV yes. show on... He's great. And he was great in that. He was also in um, Magnificent Seven for a, a second. He was blinking you, and you got shot. <laughs> but I think he's most known for being in Magic Mike. Because he was in that. Mm-hmm. And some other things. Nothing great, though. Um, but I want to mention one more person, at least one more person. <laughs> David Keith, oh, Keith David, rather. Awesome. As a welcome back to the podcast mm-hmm. from Armageddon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Might be Santa Claus. Watch out. Bunch of retards that wouldn't trust the potato gun. And Mar- Margaret Qualley. She was in Death Note. But I'm not done with, with, with Keith David, who was also, I wanted to mention, <laughs> They Live. <laughs> Keith David is he was great. In they Live. I always forget he was in They Live. How can you forget? He gets into a he fight was, with Roddy Piper. He was really good in, in um, Men at Work. <laughs> he was really good in a lot of things. Mr. Sneaky Man. All right. So, Margaret Qualley. What else was she in? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We haven't done that yet, though. No. I don't think Elaine or Carly would let us. I don't think we're going to do that. That's going to be a birthday I think it might be longer than it. <laughs> it is quite a long movie. But anyway. It's just a lot of Brad Pitt driving around the car. I love the movie, but it's a, way too much of Brad Pitt driving around the car. Hmm. I don't think that's a movie that I would enjoy. Two hours and 40 minutes long. I've already seen more of it than I ever needed to. <laughs> because Tony frequently watches it. <laughs> it's a good movie. Not as much as when you first bought it. No. <laughs> All right. Watching the Glorious Bastards. Nine, 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 nine. Tiger Laser. Tiger Laser. That one I do like and have seen multiple times. We're in a Nazi killer. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, cousin business is a business booming. Booming. All right. So, this movie opens. Warner Brothers movie. Silver Pictures. Waypoint Entertainment. Why don't any of you ever do that? It's an important thing, sir. I do. I do if it's a cool thing. No, you only do it if it's like... like I the, just said, I do if it's a cool thing. The Burbs was a good one. Yes. Which is what I just said. All right. So, we hit the most 70s of 70s music. Yeah. And it zooms in, and we get the nice guys and nice neon sign. Los Angeles, California. Not to be confused with Los Angeles, Oregon. Okay, I wasn't, but thanks. I feel, why do they have to tell us? A young boy lets his dog in the house, goes into his parents' bedroom, reaches under the bed, gets a Cavalier magazine, because he wants to read it for the essays. 
and he sees a Misty Mound centerfold. He's like, wow, she's a very um, nice young lady. So later he has a glass of milk, and he's a good wholesome boy. You know, milk, wholesome milk. And all of a sudden a car crashes into his house. And he's like, shit. He goes outside, who does he see? Misty Mounds? Misty Mounds. <laughs> and for some reason, Misty Mounds is butt booty butt nugget. Mm. And he's like, whoa. He was just looking at her in that magazine. Mm-hmm. And she looks at him and she says, how do you like my car? And dies. And he's like, wow. Misty Mounds just died right in front of me. So he does what any um, good gentleman would do. Takes off his shirt and he covers her up. It's a class actor. And he does say, I like your car. Mm -hmm. This is Firebird. That is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So we, we cut to a school a school film where we see kids at the pool. Mm -hmm. So that's all we gotta say about that. And get a voiceover. What's wrong with kids today? And we see that there's a young girl who looks to be she's what? High school ish? His daughter? No, no, no this is a different girl. Oh. This is a girl. She's she's riding a bike at the end of it, but she ends up in, at a house. They said she was 13. Was she? I don't know. I might have messed up. But she ends up at the house with this guy who's super cool because he could buy her pot and drive. Mm -hmm. He's three times her age. Yeah, and he's like, I'm the man. <laughs> and then she drives away, and Russell Crowe walks over, knocks on the door, and says, are you the man? Huh? And fucking punches him, and he says, <laughs> stay away from little girls. I don't think he would have been wrong to give him a kick. No. While he was down. But he fuck did have people. brass knuckles. I don't care. I'm just saying. It's he, a classic. He, he did use brass knuckles when he punched that dude in the face. Yeah. And then he mm -hmm. said, stay away from little girls. He needed a kick. Mm -hmm. one, one in the dinkus. It did, it did make me uh, chuckle a little because this is what Deadpool's job was before he was Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hell of a job. What's the application process for this job? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we cut to um, Holland March. Who's in the bathtub? And you're like, oh, he's taking a bath. He's in a full suit. He's fully dressed. <laughs> <laughs> and the news reporter talks about, um, you know, there's government collusion going on. And, and I guess, you know, nowadays it's just expected, but back then it must have been a big deal. This one people still trusted their government. I don't know if they trusted them, but. Well, Nixon kind of ruined that. But up until Nixon, they really trusted their well, government. We'll talk about Nixon. He's in this. <laughs> anyway. So the phone rings, and it's his daughter. And mm -hmm. you can see that he has hidden, written on his hand, you will never be happy. Uh, we learned that Which March... I thought that was a tattoo, but I guess he wrote it in pen. Yeah. Even though it's there for the whole movie, which is kind of gross. When he's like he had it multiple times. He had, to wake up, he had to wake up at one point and rewrite that yeah. because... It's just his mantra. So how he, he goes lives. into more than one pool. <laughs> He does go into more than one pool. He's constantly moist. <laughs> That's what he makes the ladies. Hey, hey, hey. All right. All right, so we learn he's a private eye, and he's with a client. Mm -hmm. And there's a woman who's looking for her husband. And she's like, I haven't seen Fred in forever, and this is unusual for him to be gone this long. And looks over, and he sees on the mantle there's an urn, and it says Fred whatever's nuts is. And he's like, um, when's the last time you saw him? She's like, the funeral. He's, he looks at her dead in the face. Stone Cold says I could start right away. <laughs> All right. Money is money. Yeah, money is money. Times is tough. He's living in L.A. I don't know how expensive it was in the 70s, but I don't guess it would have been cheap. Yeah, I don't think it's ever been cheap. Nope. 
All right, um, so Healy meets up with Amelia, and she hires him. She's like, hey, these guys are asking around about me. It's really, excuse me, it's scary, and, you know, can you take care of him? He, he counts the money. He's like, hey, you're $7 white. You don't give me a light envelope. So she's like, oh, sorry. And then she gives him a note with an address on it. And make sure you notice it's like a pink cow. Yeah. All right. And we cut to March. March. <laughs> and he's asking about Amelia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he tries to buy some information from the bartender. And the bartender's like, nah. Because <laughs> no. he had folded the money in like a shirt. He's like, is that a shirt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you make that? I did, yeah. He's like, no. <laughs> so later on, March comes back and he takes um, a handkerchief, wraps around his fist, and he punches through the glass. <laughs> and instead of breaking into the into this, he cuts his wrist open. And he holds it. And he's like, oh, God, that's a lot of blood. Yeah. Oh, God. And we cut to him. In there. <laughs> Tony, <what's laughs> I have no idea. Was, Tony, wanna <laughs> go back and listen to our it um, episode? Was it, it, in was, it? It, was it was in Final, Final Destination. Destination. Oh yeah. When we turn about the time that, that Tony almost died. Yeah. Tell you about the time I almost died. That was one fun. of them. Mm-hmm. One of them, because mm-hmm. Tony might be immortal. No. He has been so You're, far. <laughs> so far. Mm-hmm. I just want. You might be invincible. It's <laughs> the only thing that makes sense. Maybe. Is that your favorite line? <laughs> Maybe. All right. Um, so now he's in uh, a vehicle that frequents a local medical vicinity. And he's trying to get up. And they're like, just lay back, sir. Just lay back, <laughs> they're sir. They're like fighting him to get him to lay down. And there's a, uh, evidently a Catholic hospital or something. Because you, you cut to a, ch- uh, a nun saying, mm-hmm. um, have you found Jesus? And he's like, I'm looking for Amelia. <laughs> Which is, this is why it's a comedy. See, it a might f- not be a Catholic hospital, but they She's might have it. thought he tried to commit suicide. Right. So they called the religious. Mm-hmm. Also, this was the 70s. Mm-hmm. And I think there was Scientology a lot wasn't out yet. Yeah. It was. <laughs> involved in medical care. A lot of nuns were nurses and Okay. Now there's a separation and- of church and science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so cut to Healy, who wakes up, and he brushes his teeth. And he checks his word of the day, and it's equanimity. <laughs> uh, to, you know, he uses in a sentence. He accepted her betrayal with equanimity. I, that word is hard. Equanimity. I'm not even going to try, because I can't say it. And we cut to a woman sitting at a, de- a, a dinner table with him. Mm-hmm. Say, it says, I'm fucking your dad. And he spits out water, <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> That would be really hard to take. I don't know how... <laughs> like, my dad? Really? There's a, a dick pun in that sentence. <laughs> I just want you to know. I don't get it. Explain it. Was... I... You can't explain it? You said that would be hard to take. And there, there's a dick pun there. <laughs> about how, she, yeah, she sure hopes so. <laughs> She's been taking it hard. That's the problem. Oh, man. <laughs> I still don't get it. <laughs> All right, so, Healy arrives at March's house. He knocks on the door, and he answers, and he beats the jit. All right, so the girl, who's, who's three times the age of the, of, the, of the girl he's banging, he's the man. Yeah. He punches him once to stop it. But March here, he walks into his house. And he beats the bejesus out of me. Maybe he's like, how Amelia March, never heard of him, and he's kicking him. Maybe Amelia paid a lot better than the kid. 
who maybe. wanted him to beat maybe. up the man. Maybe it's a play for or pay for plays. You spend more, you get more. <laughs> Could be. And he tells him, "Stop looking for Amelia." And he's like, "I'm not even looking for Amelia." And at this point, he <laughs> March goes for a gun mm-hmm. and tries to, you know, point. <laughs> but no, Healy grabs a gun and throws it across the kitchen. And then Ryan's like, okay, or I keep one, one Ryan and one by the, a different name. Yeah. March. March. March and Healy. March is going for the gun and he just keeps kicking it away. And he's like, all right, now we got that straightened out. I want you to give me your arm. He's like, no, <laughs> no. He's like, tell the doctor you have a spiral fracture of your arm. He goes, did you cut yourself? He goes, I'm recovering from an injury. <laughs> See, this is why it's fun. Mm-hmm. And then he breaks his arm and Ryan Gosling has the best Scream. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I've never broken anything, but I imagine that would fucking hurt. Especially if they say, all right, ready? Take yeah, a breath. ready? Go. <laughs> Crack. And as he gets up and Ryan Gosling is screaming, he goes, you mind if I have an apple? <laughs> and he grabs an apple and he walks out. And he walks right into Holly. Holly is March's daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who had, who's like, hey, are you a friend of my dad's? And he, he's like, eh, we're, we're, we're associates. She's like, oh, hey, you want a Yoo-Hoo? And he's like, a Yoo-Hoo? Hell yeah. Throws the apple and grabs a Yoo-Hoo. It's funny about this because, I don't know, maybe like a year ago, me and a buddy of mine were at the, the bagel place getting bagels. And mm-hmm. they was, he's like, you know what? I want a Yoo-Hoo. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'll have a Yoo-Hoo. I've had a Yoo-Hoo every, every week since then. Have you had Yoo-Hoo? <laughs> Yoo-Hoo is delicious. <laughs> I mean, not this week. But. Wait. So Friday, what? when I go get my bagels for the weekend, I go get an egg sandwich, a Yoo-Hoo. And my we go bagels for the weekend. Okay, so he's been getting bagels at this bagel place for a year now, mm-hmm. and, and this is never brought you a yoo-hoo. No, I don't, I don't like yoo-hoo. I've never um, had a yoo-hoo. I've never had a yoo-hoo. Yeah. I don't You've want never had a yoo-hoo. Do yeah, you say it? <laughs> but I've had a yoo-hoo. I'm just not into it. You're supposed to say um, you've never had a yoo-hoo. God, you ruined the beat. But he's never ever been taught. He's never once mentioned how delicious. 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 They are it delicious. Yoo-hoo's. They are you think this would come up well, cause once you know, in a year. You can't tell me you like yoo-hoo's? Maybe I might surprise you and buy you some yoo-hoo's. I don't need yoo-hoo all the time. This is just a once a week. It's just a little splurge. A little, a little splurge. You go, you get a little yoo-hoo. But it is, it's wonderful when you have it. But as soon as it's done, I talk you to you every day. It. You couldn't just tell me, you know what? I had a delicious yoo-hoo today. I'd be like, oh, really? I didn't think about it. Because once you're done with your yoo-hoo, once you throw it away, the yoo-hoo doesn't exist anymore. We've been married <laughs> a long time. We need all the talking points we can get. And you can't tell me about this yoo-hoo? <laughs> we're keeping this yoo-hoo on the download? I thought that would be a good time. Do you know oh, what man. Do you know what the dollar store equivalent of yoo-hoo is? Hoo-yah? Chocolate Soldier. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know why. One time we were, I forget what we were doing. We were drunk or something, me and a friend of mine that you know his brother. And <laughs> we went to the dollar store and, we're, and we were like, dude, I want a fucking Yoo-Hoo. And we're like, okay. And we got Chocolate Soldiers because <laughs> that's all they had. It was really terrible. So next time I see this person, yes. I'm going to have a Chocolate ask, Soldier. Ask him about no, Chocolate Soldiers. No, I'll have soldiers. one and be like, hey, you want a drink? Yeah. <laughs> they had a whole song he made up about it. He has a song? Yeah. Like, I'll give this to you, but now you must sing the yeah. song. Oh, and wow. he will. All right. <laughs> All right, so we cut to... I kind of want to hear the song. <laughs> but this Yoo-Hoo is amazing. It's so amazing that Healy goes and grabs a case of Yoo-Hoo. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he evidently lives at a club. Yeah, or above one or something weird. Yeah, it's, and he, it's a weird setup. And he runs into the character whose name is Older Guy. <laughs> As himself. Yeah. And he's like, uh, hey, this is closed for the public. You can't come in. And then, then Blue Guy attacks him and drops the Yoo-Hoo. And every time I watch this, I'm like, oh. 
<laughs> yeah, it just sucks. Like, Dropped all of them. Yoo-hoo. And I'm not sure that all of course, them. back then, they were in glass bottles. But they're in glass bottles still. Oh, are they? Yeah. See, I don't know because I don't know anything about Yoo-hoo. <laughs> you can get them in juice box form. It's not as good. <laughs> but a true Yoo-hoo comes in glass. Oh, okay. We're, we're going to... Right, I'm going to get you. I don't want a Yoo-hoo. Everybody gets a Yoo-hoo except for Tony I'm gets a chocolate shoulder. I'm intolerant. I believe there's... There's no milk in it. There's not? No. no. Oh, my God. It's just, it's, just, it's just a chocolate drink. It's a chocolate water. Yeah. Okay. This whole time she's been avoiding Yoo-hoo because she thinks it's chocolate milk. It's not milk. You, you can leave it out. It's fine. <laughs> and if you don't like it, there's a drink that's worse called Orange Scream. <laughs> What? Another time, I thought you were going to say chocolate another time, another time we were drunk. So did I. <laughs> we drunk and we came from a club and we wanted to eat and drink something. And we went to a, like a farm fresh or something back when they existed. And uh, I was like, I want something orange. And I got orange scream. And I was like, dude, this is what it, this is awesome. I went outside. We were all standing in a circle eating and drinking. And I took a swig of it and <laughs> spit it all over the ground. I said, somebody else has to try this. And they were like, no way. And then one of them tried it, spit it all over the ground. Like, what is it? It's orange juice and milk. Oh, why would you buy that? I didn't that? know that's what it was. Why? It just had a giant orange face screaming on the front of it. Why? It was called orange cream. I just thought it was going to be some kind of weird orange juice or orange sun It is weird orange <laughs> But I didn't know they would mix it with milk. Why would you do that? Like, that's what you give people. I didn't what, know that's what it was. That's what Winona Ryder thought she was giving Heather in Heather's <laughs> to make her throw up. Poor yeah. nuts. All right. So they attack Healy. And, and bring him into his house. And these son sons of bitches. So first they put him in a corner and they're like, hey, we're going to kill you. And older guy walks around and goes, hey, look at this. So Blueface walks over and finds a money bag. and He's not Blueface yet. He will be. Hold on. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that's not mine. I'm just holding it for a friend. It's a, don't open that now because it's a month. Never mind. And just then Blueface opens it up and a dye pack explodes in his face. And, bloom. and Blueface is now Blueface. Blue guy. Mm-hmm. And he walks over to his fish tank and he goes, I tried to warn you about that. And Blueface grabs one of his fish and throws it at him. He's like, hey, come on now. He goes, just so you know, when I get that gun, I'm going to make you eat it. So Blueface is like, eat it, eat it. And he grabs another one of his fish and he throws it at him. He goes, really? Is that what you wanted to do? You wanted to come here? You wanted me to, me to eat my fish? Is this working out the way you wanted to? Can you please? And he tells the other guy, can you tell this guy to be professional? But just then, he's like, hey, look. I, I don't know this Amelia person. If I did, I wouldn't tell you, you asshole. And then he hits the lights, and all of the lights and everything come on, and he runs and grabs a shotgun, and they beat feet out of the apartment. They Did you mention that one of them opened fire and killed the woman next door? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when the one guy shoots like, at her, her. He shoots at her, and, and uh, Russell Haley gets mm-hmm. out of the way, and there's a lady just standing in the back across the hall. She gets killed. <laughs> Next time you watch it, she just gets fucking shot in the chest and dies, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Well, there's a couple of those when someone shoots the, like the tree later on at Which the I party. Appreciate that, because it's gonna happen. Yeah, in movies they just act like you can just throw bullets all over the place. It's like, no, those bullets are going somewhere. Spray and pray. All right, so we're at March. He meets with a client. And this is Mrs. Glenn. He tells Mrs. Glenn, "Hey, look, Misty is dead, because this is the aunt of Misty." And he believes that Amelia was the girl that she saw. Because Miss Glenn says, look, I saw Misty two days after she died. She came out of her house. I saw her in her house. She was at a, at a desk. And she, then I saw her leave her house, get into a car, and drive away. I know that was her. It's like, I believe it was Amelia was the girl that you saw. Misty is dead. I'm done with the case. It's closed. Misty is dead. And then Mrs. Glenn goes, oh, please. And pulls out a checkbook. 
So now outside comes in. We find Holly is driving around. She's 13. She's driving him around. <laughs> and he goes, tell me something and don't hold back just because I'm your dad. It's like, no, no, just be honest with him. Be serious, okay? Am I a bad person? She says, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. It's a definite yes. It's like, wow, your own kid didn't even hesitate. <laughs> so there's that. So we're back at Healy's. Uh, no, we already did that. So now we cut to Kiss. I want to rock and roll all night and party when? Every day. Every day. Okay. And it's a party. And it's a, at a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. And I remember bowling alley parties. They were fun. You go with the kids and you get the balls and you get the shoes and you get the really shitty pizza. And there was good pizza like the next fucking shopping center over, but whatever. It's all true. Yeah. And the parents are always drinking the beers. So they're there and they're, you know, they're playing bowling and one girl throws the ball back the wrong. My sister actually did that once. And it was scary because the ball was coming right at you. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, March is there with his daughter. And then he goes over and he has to, you know, he's got to read a magazine. Mm-hmm. And Healy goes in to see him. And he's like, hey, it's Jack Healy. And he opens the door and he's covering up his, you know, his man bits. Tallywhacker. His tallywhacker, mm-hmm. thank you. And he pulls a gun and he goes, I'm, I'm unlicensed to carry this motherfucker. I've been carrying it since I saw you. And he goes, turn around. And he gets up, <laughs> and he's trying to pull up his pants. And Healy's like, you know, there's a mirror right here. I can see. Yeah, he's, Close your eyes. Because Healy's like, I'm not here to hurt you. I just want to talk to you. I'm like, I don't fucking believe you. <laughs> Came in my house, beat the shit out of me, and broke my arm. Broke my arm. <laughs> then he, finally he says, fuck it, and just kind of, you know, covers the old tallywhacker. He says, what do you want? He goes, I want you to find Amelia. Okay. So then we cut to them sitting at the table. And they have a little meeting, and we find out that Healy wants to hire Marsh to find Amelia, and he goes, I'm going to give you $400 to do it. And you get the idea, what kind of money does Healy make? How, how many people do you have to beat up to get $400? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But Holly comes over and is like, hey, you're the guy that beat up my dad. <laughs> and so Marsh is like, sucker punched your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Healy gives him a look like, sure. Yeah. Like, I'm Maximus Dedimus Meridius. <laughs> Bring it. Yeah. But anyway, you were in La La Land. And, he, and then he finds out that Healy beats people up for a living. He goes, how much would it cost you to beat up my friend, whatever her name is? Janet. <laughs> Janet. And, like, he's going to legitimately he's like have a discussion her. with her about it. And, all, and, and so March is like, takes, no, no, no. He takes all jobs. <laughs> and March is like, this conversation's over. We're not doing this. This is not a thing. So, anyway, he takes the money and they're off. And they go to Amelia's protest group. And he's like, here you go. Here's, And Healy's like, here's what? He goes, this is Amelia's protest group. And he goes, so where's Amelia? He goes, this is Amelia's protest group. He's like, stop saying that. He's like, I really wish I could. This is Amelia's protest group. This was the hot tip I got yesterday before you came over. This was Amelia's so protest group. So she's here group. because be they're here. doing this protest. This is her protest There's group. There's a bunch of teens laying on the steps of City Hall, well, I assume. Yeah. And I would say they're college dead. age Okay, yeah. college. Yeah. Because Amelia is in a porn well, she'd be 18. Yeah, but I'm... I guess. So I'm I'm just going to assume from my peace of mind that Amelia is over 18, and sure. therefore her pro- protest sure. is okay. mostly over 18. No problem. Late teens. There's uh, a weird thing 20s. in this movie about kids and porn, uh-huh. which upsets me just slightly. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> okay. So... But they're all laying on the ground. On the, the, this the is part where you get the whole um, lefties thing, because this is... Yeah. The protesting. The, the protesting. The smog killing yeah. the birds. Like the and truth thing. The, like, all right, well, what are you guys protesting? We're protesting the birds. 
<laughs> protesting the air. What about the birds? <laughs> the air is killing the birds. So you're protesting air? Yes. And they're all wearing gas masks. Like, we can't talk to you. We're dead. They're like, the gas mask didn't save you? <laughs> and they keep cutting all these holes into their protest, and they're, they're trying to figure it out. I mean, to be oh. fair, the smog in L.A. is really bad. Speaking of air. Apparently, the smog <laughs> in this room is really bad. Don't waft it this way. It's not here yet. Your dog. <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Go on. Sorry, friends. Talk about, <laughs> talk about some good we're gonna timing. Have to, we're going to have to take a... a, a, a minimum. <laughs> Pause to the maximum. maximum. <laughs> right. that's God. Right. Oh, that's that's potent. Oh. That one. Mmm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> smells like burnt cheese. <laughs> what did like, you feed that dog? It's like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> I don't know whatever you're feeding him, but uh, shit. <laughs> Where are we? Gas masks, right? Because <laughs> of the air. It was very good timing. It was very oh, good timing. Yes. Anyway. You wonder if he was, was waiting. So we find out that Amelia's not there. He's sprinkling that fairy dust. Yeah. Sprinkling yeah. something. Amelia's not here. Why? Her boyfriend died. Okay. Which one of you cock and balls wants to make 20 bucks? <laughs> cock and balls. Chet raises his hand. Fucking Chet. Chet. This is a Cuban Missile Chet. Yeah. Whenever I hear the name Chet, I think of weird science. Yeah, yes, me time. too. My favorite part of this protest scene is when they're walking through them and he steps on one of them's hands and, they, <laughs> and they're like, ow! And he's like, I thought you were dead. <laughs> Evidently, it's okay to be a real asshole in the 70s. I wasn't there. I wasn't, I wouldn't know. I think everybody was pretty much an asshole in the 70s. Just, everybody's pretty much an asshole now. Oh, yeah, but you can't step on someone's hand now. You'll get sued. I guess back then, it was like, oh, you'll be all right. All right. So they go to the burnt down house and Chet's like, this is her boyfriend's house. And they're like, look, dipshit, we said we were looking for Amelia and you bring us to a burnt down house. <laughs> Chet's a bit of an idiot. And that's yeah. what I wrote in my notes. All right, so now a kid rolls up and he's like, hey, you know who lived there? And Chet's like, they'll give you 20 bucks. And March is like, I never said that. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck it, we'll give him 20 bucks. And the kid is a little creepy. Yes. And he has a little, he has a little bit too much information for a kid who lives in the neighborhood, but, if, you know, Nintendo wasn't a thing yet. But... So, I don't know. He's never... out on his bike all day mm -hmm. asking people if they want to see his dick. <laughs> He's like, so there was a guy. His name was Hat Rack. Um, <laughs> asked me if he wanted to see my dick because I have a big dick. It's like, how old is this kid that he's talking about? Yeah. He looks like he's about 13, 14, maybe. Mm -hmm. oh, and he said that he saw that chick Misty Mounds, yep. didn't he? Yeah, so chick Misty Mounds. I'm like, all right. Uh, and was with the guy Hat Rack. Like, Hat Rack's no one's name. I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. That's the best I can do. And they're like, hey, you guys want to see my dick? And, like, and Marge is like, no, no one wants to see your dick. So then he calls them fags. It's like. <laughs> he says, I'll do it. I'll, I'll see my dick for 20 bucks. And he's like, I already gave you 20. I don't care. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> I don't want to see your dick. Like, I already gave you 20 bucks. Wait, I don't want to have this conversation. I All don't right. want to listen to that conversation. And it's like, oh, so they start walking away. The kids roll and say, wait a minute, kid. And he's like, what? Like, what was the name of that movie? How do you like my car, big boy? It's like, oh, shit, that's what Misty said before she died. How do you like my car? Mm -hmm. None of you seem impressed by that. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> so Healy and March are driving down. We'll say it's Ventura Boulevard. Mm -hmm. Sure. And they see a billboard and March says, hat rack, there, hat rack, pull over. And they pull over and it's, Shattuck. See, it's close. Mm -hmm. Hat Rack, that's him. And um, Shattuck 
is a porn producer. And now Misty Mounds, it's all making sense. So March, we're cut to March at home with Holly. And there he's on the phone and he's like, hey, you doing? I'm a friend of Misty Mounds. I'm trying to find Shattuck. Where is he going to be? And they talk about it and yada, yada, yada. Talk, 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 talk. And we find that he's going to be at a party. Um, and they talk about uh, the old lady seeing Misty two days after she died. This is um, Healy in March. Mm-hmm. And, hey, do you believe her? Did you believe the old lady when she said she saw her? And he's like, absolutely not. She's dead. So they pull up to a party. And the first thing we see, unicorn. I'm like, oh, no, no. it's that kind of party. He tells his daughter that she has to go stay with her friend because they're going to a party. And she's sad because she doesn't get to go. Yeah, that was the last thing. I didn't write that down. <laughs> it's kind of important. When they arrive and they see a unicorn. And then the next thing you hear is two girls talking. He's like, if you want me to do that, you shouldn't eat asparagus. <laughs> Gives you fun That you wrote down. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> so then, you know, they, there's a ballet and he gives them the keys and you hear. <laughs> what is that? So then March goes over, opens the trunk and see it's his daughter. And he closes the trunk. She's like, I know you said to go to Jessica's house, but I'm here now, so you might as well bring me to the party. And he's like, nope. Nope. <laughs> and the valet's like, I can't take the car with the person in the trunk. <laughs> so they let her out, and they go to put her in a cab. And he puts her in a cab, and the cab drives away. And we see Earth, Wind, and Fire. Do you remember? <laughs> um, and Healy's like, oh, someone brought Mary Jane to the party. And... March is like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, you know, marijuana. He goes, oh, I can't smell it. I can't smell it. He goes, you're a detective. You can't smell. He goes, this is getting better and better. So they split up to cover more ground so they can find Amelia. Mm-hmm. March hits the bar and immediately starts drinking because it's open bar. Mm-hmm. He's like, yes, sir. And he's an alcoholic. Hit it. Um, Healy goes inside. March already is trashed. Healy goes into Shattuck's office and he finds a note. That same paper. Remember we talked about the pink... Um, cow, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's got an, um, date. a date and a flight number or something yep. on it, and he grabs it, and March sees mermaids in the water. Topless mermaids. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of boobs in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had tit talk in a while, but there's a lot of tits in this movie. <laughs> there, yeah, there is. There's, well, Meg, por- there's oh. mega memories everywhere. A porn movie is a big part of the main plot. And so you get a lot of porn talk and a lot of porn movies and a lot of porn. Mm-hmm. All right, so then we see the mermaids swim by. And then what happens, Carl? And then you see March swimming <laughs> behind them. In his in underpants. In his underpants. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's got a cast. He's not supposed to get it wet. Uh, or feed it after midnight. <laughs> anyway. Um, so as Healy's walking around, he sees Holly in a room. And Holly's watching a porn movie. And this dude's like, hey, man, be cool. Or can you be quiet? And he looks at the guy and he's like, hey, what? What did you say? And he says, watch it or something. So then he smashes his face into the thing. He goes, that girl's 13. Why are you letting her watch this? And he's like, I didn't let her watch this. And this girl's like, I let her watch this. It's like, why are you watching this? She's like, I'm in this. And he's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm proud of my work. So I was showing it to the little girl. (laughs) I'm including her for porn. I am very upset by this scene. <laughs> I understand that Holly is... I wish that Wise Holly... beyond her years. Yes. 
She's a little, it's a little bit like of a penny and an inspector gadget kind of a thing. <laughs> where Holly seems to be smarter than her dad, slightly. That's a weird thing to pull. And I wasn't I, expecting that. <laughs> it's accurate. And she's like, I go right to inspector gadget. But, I mean, her dad isn't completely incompetent as a detective. And I understand she has to go pick him up and drive him around because he's drunk all the time. <laughs> I get that. But it bothers me that the writer and the director made the choice for this 13-year-old girl to not only sneak into this party, but to be actively watching a porno. Mm -hmm. It bothers me. That that doesn't bother me as much as when Healy finds her, he says, go home, and then leaves her there. (laughs) <laughs> you, you snatch her up by the ear and say, get the fuck out of here. I mean, that's not her kid. <laughs> also, kid. this party is... Yeah, it's the 70s. It's okay. This party but, is weird, too, because it's this really <coughs> ducked out uh, it, free uh, free bar. Yeah, open bar. Open bar party that you could just go to. Like, these guys just roll up and go in there, and, and Haley's just walking around this dude's house looking at his stuff, and I'm like, who, who does that? It looks like it... 70s. Yeah, I guess. Based like, on some no of the cover, things... There's no invitations. This is the reason why it's like that now. Yeah. Well, based on some of the things, it seems like it's going to be just become an all-out orgy at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. But it just... I, it bothers me that the movie made this choice. It bothered me that kid on the bike asking if people want to see his dick for ten for 20 bucks, but... And he did it for 10 minutes. It That bothered me, and this really bothered me as well. I just wish that those little things were not in this. Those, okay. those may be from the writer. Like, maybe Shane had this happen when he was... Maybe, I don't know. in the 60s, 70s, maybe. I don't know. And I think they said that. that we're at Sid's house, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons he was rifling through the stuff. So, Sid, the big-time porn producer, having Would a bunch have of porn, porn stars porn over. Well, I don't have a problem with the party. <laughs> I have a problem with, her, with the kid watching the porno in the movie. Like, it just... We didn't need to see this scene. It didn't need to be here. It doesn't necessarily advance the plot. I don't have a problem with Holly talking to someone who was maybe talking about their porn movie. But it's but they showed a 13-year-old girl porn. It bothers me. It bothers me that this choice was made in a movie in the year 2016 or whenever this movie That's came right. out. It bothers me that that was an acceptable choice being made. <laughs> also, they're smoking your children. Like right next to her. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That was the seventies. <laughs> Shit, I remember people smoking in a car. Pretty much up until. We're <laughs> <laughs> being in the back window of a car, like not seated yeah. in, no seatbelt. People are smoking. The windows I are up. Should I used to buy cigarettes for my mom when I was yeah. early, early. Run to the store. I guess the yeah, institute of smoking was still telling people it wasn't a pro- smoking wasn't a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's a problem. See, our thank you for smoking episode. Yeah. <laughs> After All right. Monster so story. now marches out of the pool and he runs into a girl dressed like. Pocahontas. He's like, who are you? She's like, I'm Pocahontas. And he tries to impress her. She's like, what do you do? I'm an actress. You know, I'm better than actor myself. He goes, shoot me. And he's like, what? She's like, shoot me. So she goes, pew. And he like spins around. Oh, you got me. So then she shoots him again. He goes, oh. Shoots him again. He goes, oh. Jumps off the side of the fucking building. He like falls over the balcony. And I was like, oh my God. And then apparently it's just a Because she thought it was funny too. Until she saw that he didn't catch himself. She's like, what the fuck? And He's then she looks over the and she's, are you okay? Good job. And then walks away. Uh, she's she's also pretty <laughs> high or drunk. Yeah, she's, or she's on something. Yeah, she's yeah. higher than a, you know, giraffe. Nobody, monsters. there are very few people at this party that are capable of giving proper consent. <laughs> yep. No Pocahontas. No yeah. <laughs> I think she was in that. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, so now, as he's falling down the mountain, 
he loses his gun and he's like, shit, I lost my gun. Just then he's like, he runs to Amelia of all people. And she goes, you look familiar. Don't worry, it's safe. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just looking for my gun. <laughs> and Amelia runs. I don't know why. Well, she does think people are trying to kill her. And then he goes, oh, I found it. I found it. Puts it in his pocket. <laughs> so then he lights a cigarette and he looks next to him and we find a dead body. And he's, <laughs> and the detective is unable to scream out for help. He does become very Dom DeLuise-esque yeah. for a short period. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> he's Captain USA. No? Okay. Go back and listen to our Cannibal Run episode. Yeah. This is a fun character for him to play. He, ten, he tends to be a little bit suave. And this character's not suave. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, he's perpetual, Ryan Gosling. Uh, perpetual fuck-up. Yeah, he's... Tony, at one point, Tony's like, can he do anything right? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's This he's, is a very different character yeah, from yeah, I, Gangster I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I thought he was hilarious. Like that, he was very suave in that. He was very suave in... Um, crazy Sexy Love. Yeah, Crazy Stupid Love. Stupid Love. I don't know. <laughs> he's very good in You were thinking of Crazy the, Sexy Cool. That was a TLC album. Very Thank good you. in The Notebook. I heard. <laughs> Tony's the only one who's seen it. <laughs> Actually, I haven't seen it. We Today. don't believe it you. Today. It was a book. Anyway. All right. So so then he's finally able to cry out to March, who finds him. He's yelling at a party, and March hears him. He's like, hey, what are you doing down there? You fell, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, just come down here. He finally gets down, and um, Healy comes over, and he's like, okay, well, who is it? I don't know. So Healy's the one who's like, all right, well, let's find out. He grabs his wallet, grabs a credit card, and goes... Oh, it's Sid Shattuck. He goes, well, that's Sid Shattuck. So they're like, all right, we got to get rid of the body. He goes, and Healy's like, why? He goes, because there was a girl, someone with a gun. I lost my gun. I found the gun, but then with the dead body. Yeah, I did it. We, 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 they're going to think we did it. I was like, all right, we'll get rid of the body. Oh, Lord. Sure. <laughs> so they, they grab the body, and they bring it over to a fence and throw it over the fence. And it lands at another party. <laughs> On their table. A wedding party, I think. <laughs> and Smashes through a table. So Healy looks at him on. and he goes, run. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I don't think I'd want to have my wedding next to the porn guy's house. Well, yeah, no, probably not. But hey, you may not have a choice. Yeah. Well, you're down the hill and over a fence and That's down further. Really so you're... You, you, thought you, were, you thought you were fine. Yeah. Also, you didn't... You probably didn't know he was going to have this big orgy party tonight. <laughs> we're, we're assuming it's an orgy. We don't know it's an orgy. There's probably some humping going around, but... I don't know if everybody's... I've seen nothing wrong. Yeah. With, with a little bumping. Just yeah. a little bumping grind. All right, so... Um, yeah, we got... So, um, Blueface is there. <laughs> they go back to the party. Yeah, they back in the party. Blueface is there, and Blueface kidnaps Holly. Mm-hmm. Gets her into the car. Why, the does he, why does he take her? Another woman says, are so you the girl that's been asking? Oh, that's right. Amelia. Yeah. So, and she's like, she well, she's, she's my sister, sister and yeah. I'm looking for He's her. He's like, I'll bring her to you. I was cutting some out. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I... I just blue face is in the limo. He's that's right. That's right. That's right. Because he's got a blue face. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a blue face, Braveheart esque. I forgot yeah. for a second. He's I was like, distracted by waiting for you to get to the freedom fight. <laughs> so, shit. All right. So anyway, that's how Holly gets in the limo, and just then we see Amelia, and he's like, "Hey, Holly, you shut up. You don't say shit." And he's pointing a gun at Amelia. He's gonna try to get Amelia. Just then, Holly. Pulls the 
the, the door, the door closed, closed on his hand. And the gun fires and it misses Amelia. And she yells, Amelia, run! <laughs> so Amelia runs! Mm-hmm. And Holly runs after her. Right, because, <laughs> well, I don't know if she was really running after her or just running away from Blueface. Yeah. Either one is, is probably... Both, I think both. Yeah, we'll go with both. But either way, she wants out of that limo. And I, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Holly interferes. She wants to be involved in this investigation for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And Healy runs into older guy. And they have a fight. Mm-hmm. Just because they have a fight. In a hot tub. Around a hot tub. Around a hot tub. The gun goes in the hot tub. Um, so right now, March comes down and is told by the valet, hey, the girl who was in your trunk just got kidnapped and was in that car. So he steals a Trans Am. He I didn't know his daughter didn't leave right. in that cab. Until, until <laughs> right now. So he finds a guy standing next to a Trans Am and he just takes the car. Or it might have been a Corvette. Doesn't really matter. But he gets in the car and he fucking drives away. Terribly. Yeah. Because he's drunk. <laughs> Hey, somebody took his daughter. And yeah. he probably doesn't know what to do with that much machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know. It's not like driving a Mini. So anyway, so Healy wins his fight. And he's about to kill a guy. And he goes, no, don't. He goes, I'm going to leave. Uh, I promise. He goes, where are you going to go? Michigan. Michigan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Michigan will do. He said, you'll never see me again. He's like, fair enough. Fibber. Fibber, fibber, Magoose, yes. A bit of a fibber. So, March is uh, giving chase and um, he's chasing Blueface and he crashes his car. And it's no good. And Amelia and Holly are running. But Blueface catches up with them and he's pointing a gun at him. And out of nowhere, a fucking van comes and runs over (laughs) Blueface. And the van stops and then fucking drives away. And I thought it was going to be like healing or something. But no! No, It's just totally random. Random dude in a van saves the day. Yeah. And then commits a hit and run. Yeah. (laughs) And Amelia's like, come on, get out of here. And Holly's like, no, we have to help him. She's like, this is the fucker who was trying to kidnap us. And Holly's a good person. She's like, no, he's hurt. We need to help him. He's just, you saw him try to kill Amelia. You didn't know he tried to kidnap you. Also, she doesn't move the gun away from him when she goes down and holds his hand. I was like, what? <laughs> Just then, Healy catches up, and he's like, oh, I'll stay with him. You go get help. <laughs> yeah. And Blueface tells Healy that they're going, that um, John, John Boy, Boy. is going to kill them all. He's going to kill the detective, the fake detective. He's going to kill his whole family. So Healy does what any like any red blooded American would do and chokes him to death chokes with him. his bare hands. Death. Well, he puts a towel in between his hands. <laughs> so there's no fingerprints. Huh? I mean, face and he doesn't blood. have to get blood on his hands. <laughs> just then, Holly comes up and he goes, "He didn't make it." <laughs> he is really okay with just killing a guy. I he's, mean, fuck that dude. I mean, Which makes you wonder how many people he's killed before. Go more than one. Um, so then March shows up too, and then the cops come. And we find out Healy is popular because this Tally comes out of nowhere and says, Hey, um, I know you. <laughs> You're the diner guy. The diner guy. And he's like, Yeah, that's me. And we um and she like, says there's someone important who wants to speak with you. Yes. I would not have gotten in there. I would not have I'd been like, fuck off. I was like, is this a setup? Are they, are they about to get in the car with John Boy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, piss off, ghost. <laughs> So they're like, um, how do you mean you're popular? What is a diner guy? And he's like, I'll tell you later. 
and we go to the, the to the car, and it's not in the car because Kim Basinger is in the car. This is Judith Cutner. She is the U.S. attorney, and she's Amelia's mother. So we have a meeting at the U.S. attorney's office. They couldn't possibly have done it right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, she asks them for help. The Vegas mob is trying to spread porn. And at first they're like, yeah, well, I don't see a problem. They're like, oh, yeah, porn, bad, porn, bad, yeah, porn, bad. Let me write that down. Porn, porn is bad. bad. So like, should I be taking notes? She <laughs> spends like, yeah, half her day <laughs> prosecuting the auto companies about some catalytic converter and the other half trying to keep porn out of California. That's right. You didn't do a good job. <laughs> On any account. <laughs> nope. All right, so, and Emilio's in danger because she's in this film made by Sid Shattuck and everybody around that film was dying so she hires them to find Amelia and bring her home Protect her. and she's writing a check and he's like this is going to be pricey you know? and she's writing $10,000 on the check because we wouldn't do it for any less than five so she stops <laughs> rips up the check and writes 5000 <laughs> oops alright so now he leaves at March's house and he shows him the note that he found at Shattuck's office on the, the pink paper there. Yep. And he says, hey, look, this is the same kind of paper that I got from Amelia. Amelia wrote this. And he's like, hey, you know what? Worry about that tomorrow. And he's like, all right, fine. And they're hanging out by the pool, which is empty, but it's got a lot of cigarette butts in it. So March is drinking. Shocker. So by the ashtray. Yeah. And he lays down. He's like, hey, tell me the story about the diner. And we find out that... Um, Healy was at a diner when some guy was trying to rob it with a shotgun. And he goes, I don't know what, what came over me, but I came over and I took this shotgun from him and he shot me in the bicep and I just beat him to death with, yeah. <laughs> with a shotgun. Beat the fuck out of him. He goes, I just didn't do it for any reason. It just felt good. And as he's telling this... Medical bills, but it was still the best day of my life. <laughs> and as he's telling this story, March is asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe they call that passing out. Tony um, was like, wouldn't you spill that drink all over yourself? Yeah, because he falls asleep with a drink in his stomach. <laughs> like, oh, he's going to wake up with that shit all over him. So Healy not, le- not the first time, I'm sure. So Healy leaves and finds Holly in an empty lot, and she's reading. And he's like, give your foot in the toilet. He's like, oh, excuse me. And the walks over and goes, now you get in the carpet all the way. And we find out this is the location where Holly and March's house used to be. Mm-hmm. But um, his wife, you know, had, had died and burned down the house. His father doesn't come there very often, even though, you know, the father's today of rebuilding. It's just an empty lot at this point. And she says, I think he feels guilty because he didn't smell the gas because he yeah. can't smell. And then Holly asks Healy, are you a bad person? Did you kill Blueface? And he's like, of course not. She's like, I knew you weren't a bad person. You couldn't do that. He did break your dad's arm for money, though. <laughs> he's a bit of a fibber as well. He's <laughs> an acoustic. So the next day, we cut to Holly driving March around. March has Healy's money. And he's like, because they meet back at, at March's house. He's like, hey, I've been out. Oh, but what I got you here, this is your half of the money. Well, minus a couple hundred. I thought you'd want to kick in for that guy's car that, that we destroyed. <laughs> and by we, I mean you were nowhere near it. And he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and he's got a new suit. And he's like, what, what color is that? Purple. Like, <laughs> Purple? It's moth. <laughs> yeah, moth. Healy and March talk about um, waiting a few days and then calling Judith back and getting, you know, some more money. Healy's not okay. He's like, we were hired to do a job. We've got to do the job. 
And he's like, I'm going to do the job with or without you. And March is like, look, I already figured out your note. You can calm down. The date is backward. Like someone read it written it from like a european country well because they're they're giving him shit like mm-hmm. the daughter's like you're not good at anything mm-hmm, and he's and he they keep giving him shit he goes okay and he figures out the whole fucking note the date is reversed and this is probably a an airline it says flt is not flight it's, yeah, it's flat yeah like, like europeans british, are, like a british person he's like what about complex and everybody's like holy shit so what about burbank and he's like burbank apartments it's not a nice place you know what fuck it. we can go there and as we get there, we find out that March was wrong. Burbank apartments <laughs> yeah, have been gone. Wrong as shit. He's, he's like, like, maybe it was a flight. He's like, Let, <laughs> let's, let's go to the airport. Well, he thinks he says it couldn't be a flight because they have a flight cutoff where there's not flights after a certain time, and this time is after the cutoff time. But they don't have that. <laughs> so then we learn he's like, so they're driving and we see planes flying. He goes, well, that's a stupid. Let's change that back. This is dangerous. <laughs> um. So we're like, wait a minute. The Burbank Hotel. It's got to be the Burbank Hotel. So they go right to the Burbank Hotel and they meet with the with the bartender. And he's like, "Hey, I'm looking for some information." And the bartender's like, eh, "I need some money." And he goes, "Well, I was like, this always happens in movies. I can't imagine somebody asking me a question going, I don't know if I can remember if I don't get a little money.'" <laughs> well, he goes, "Well, I'm not going to pay you, but he'll stop doing this." And he's like, "Doing what?" So then Healy smashes his face into the bar and he's like, "Ow." Fuck. <laughs> me, me and uh, my friend, that's your friend's brother, uh, used to work at a place where we got tips. And he used, he used to, to smash people's faces? No, but he <laughs> used to do that. Like, uh, customers would come and they go, because it was at the ocean front, they'd be like, so where is the blah, blah, blah? He goes, you know, I can't remember. And he'd push his tip jar close. <laughs> but if you tickle my tip jar. <laughs> he'd laugh my ass off. I've never done anything like that. <laughs> Really? Yeah, it's so It always fun. happens in movies. You tickle my tip jar, it might jog my memory. Tickle my tip jar. <laughs> I gotta remember that. And funny. this was back before everybody had Google on their phone. Yeah, now mm-hmm. it's worthless. Mm-hmm. So then we learned that John Boy, you know, hey, you know, your friend is already up there. He's like, what friend? He goes, you know, John Boy came by and was, did you see him get in the elevator and go up there? Yeah, I saw him. He went up just before you guys came in. So then they head up to the elevator because, you know, the word that John Boy is killing Amelia. And they get upstairs and they hear, <laughs> and you look and there's a guy dying. It's like, like he got his throat slashed. By and then Jason. you hear, then there's a ruckus. <laughs> Could you describe the ruckus? Yes, there's gunfire. Gunfire. Yeah, guys and then they, blasted so, all. they so stick the, their heads out of the elevator. The, the, the two of them get back in the elevator, <laughs> push the button, and as they're going down, you see a body fly by them. You're like, and Ryan Gosling's eyes twitching. He's trying not to look. It's hilarious. So they leave. Um, they, they, get, in the car. they get in the car and they start driving away. But Healy's driving. He stops. He's like, I can't do this. They could be killing Amelia. And he's like, Amelia's dead, dude. And he's like, we got to go back. Just then. Oh, sorry, listener. <laughs> you hear a thud. And you look. And someone has landed on the car. And Amelia looks at them, shoots at them, and then falls off the car. <laughs> like, What? Like, her adrenaline has run out. Like, sure. <laughs> How did she not break both her legs jumping on the car? Yeah, physics. You remember about that. <laughs> Superhero land. Yeah, that. All right, so they take her back to March's house, and Holly and Jessica are there, and he's like, hey, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be at Jessica's house. Well, Jessica's uh, sister had a boy come over, so she kicks out. And then um, he says, your sister... What? Your sister's, sister's a bit of a whore. <laughs> yeah, and she goes, I know. <laughs> um, so they take Amelia, I guess, into Holly's room. 
And she, Amelia wakes up and like, calm down, calm down. She's like, my mother's trying to kill me. And it's because um, I made, you know, I made an experimental film. And they're like, you made a porn film. She's, she's getting mad. It's not a porn film. Yes, there's sex and nudity in it, but it's not a porn film. It's about the story. And they're like, so you made a porn movie that's really all about the story. She's like, it's not a porn. Stop calling it a porn film. She's like, look, the only way we could get it made is if we had sex in it. So we had to put porn in there. But the movie is about this criminal activity that my mom is engaging in. No, like, yeah, everybody makes It has all our evidence and all our facts in it. So you may, I mean, but the only way we could get it made is with the porn guy. Is if it had porn in it. But Mm -hmm. nobody's going to pay any attention to that. Nope. Because if anybody could tell me the plot of any porn movie, I would be impressed. (laughs) I got to deliver pizza. I told you this already. (laughs) I know. Did you order the sausage? The copier's broken. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, the capitalists want us dead. Um, And she's not going to let the car makers walk because her mother's crooked and on the take and we need to stand up for somebody and we need to get the truth out there. Amelia believes that the media and the government are colluding together. Boy, how things have changed. Yeah. So she made so she made a film, and yes, there's some sex in it, but the point is the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see thousands of people going, oh, this is a great movie, but it's a fast forward button. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Healy's worried about John Boy, and not from the Waltons, not that John Boy, but Tally calls and talks to Marsh and is like, hey, Judith needed to get 100 grand to this guy, and I'm a little nervous. Is there a way that I can get you to do it? She, he's like, yeah, because he's a smitten kitten. Yeah, he's down oh, yeah. with Tally. He, and he tells her, we found Amelia. He, she's at my house. <laughs> he, he wants to show Tally his whacker. Whoa. Mm-hmm. He just feels she's really trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. She's like, I'll send over the family doctor to check her out. So Healy and March are, out, yeah, Healy and March are outside. Mm-hmm. And Healy tells him the Nixon story. He's like, hey, you know, this guy, he died and... Former President Richard Nixon came over and told me he was going to be all right. And then he died. And, you know, that's that's just it. It's you never know what's going to happen. He goes, and he's like, so the whole point of your story is you don't know, you can't, you take You've from, messed this all up. I did. Because they're like, so who do we listen? Who do we believe? And because like, the mom is saying friends. that Amelia's in danger and Amelia's saying her mom's trying to kill her. And, and March is kind of like siding with the mom and thinks that maybe Amelia's crazy. But... Healy is like, but maybe they're both right. And then he tells the Nixon story because you, you got to think about it from the point of view of the guy who gets in an accident, sees Nixon. Nixon tells you it's going to be okay, and then he dies. So from you're that guy's point of view, everybody sees Nixon before they die. You're expecting an angel and you get Nixon. Nixon. <laughs> and the whole point of Healy's story was that there's two sides to every story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just, Why didn't you just say that? Because then you don't get the good story. <laughs> so Tally comes down and hands her briefcase and goes, here's the money. I counted it myself. And March flirts. Ish. <laughs> and so then now we're in March's car and we're driving. And March falls asleep. <laughs> and we don't know he falls asleep. We don't know he falls asleep. But, but during his sleep, he's like, um, Healy shows him that he's got an ankle gun. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. check this out. This is my protection. He's like, yeah. And he goes, I'm going to need you to take the wheel. I'm getting sleepy. He goes, you don't have to do that. Just let go of the wheel. All he, cars drive themselves. Don't you know that? And he's like, 
Wow. And we're like, what in the hell is going on? <laughs> and then there's and a in, talking bee. And in case you weren't sure, it's not a talking bee. It's a ginormous talking bee. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. There's a difference. And not only is there a ginormous talking bee, smoking. Smoking a cigarette. That's how you know it's a set. It's a person in a bee costume. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, Carl. Like they were like a sports mascot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, he wakes up. <laughs> yeah. It almost kills them. And then he, Healy's like, wake up! Why did you let him drive? <laughs> and they smash into those water containers that are everywhere. Yeah, barrels and, of water. And the case flips over and we see that it's just paper. But when yeah. it first opened and flew everywhere, I was like, <gasps> yeah, I didn't like, think oh. that it was full of $100,000. At no point did I think that. <laughs> but I still kind of freaked out when it opened and flew everywhere. Start, paper starts flying everywhere, but then you see up close it's not money. And March it's is like, newspaper. I wonder why Tally would send us on a wild goose chase. <laughs> so back he's like, read the room, dude, <laughs> to get us away from the house. So back at the house, Jessica's on the phone, and they're talking about, who's that actor who plays John Boy? Just then, ding dong. Oh, it's the doctor. It's Dr. Millard. And Holly's like, hey, how you doing, Doc? And she's like, how you doing, Nurse Holly? Mm-hmm. And at some point, she's like, something's not right here. She realizes that there's, a, there's, some, the, there's some fuckery afoot. Because her friend is on the phone trying to figure out who the actor that played John Boy is. And they're listening to it. And she references the mole on John on the character of John Boy's face. And she notices that the doctor has a mole on his face, much like the character of John Boy. Which then she goes, aha, this might actually be John Boy, because that mole would make somebody give you the nickname of... John Boy. John Boy. So she's like, hey, do you want some cookies? And Jessica's like, no, we ate them all. And she's like, no, we got some. <laughs> I'm going to go into she's the cookie like, jar. Jessica, hang up the phone. <laughs> So she reaches in the cookie jar and she pulls a gun. But just then, hands up. John Boy's like, hey, Jessica, if you help me get through this, I'll only kill Holly. And Benjamin Barker pulls out a fucking straight razor to cut them with. <laughs> and he's like, Jesus Christ. There was a barber and his wife. Welcome back to the podcast. John singing Sweeney Todd. <laughs> if you're not sure about that, go back to our Sweeney Todd episode in about six or episodes after. Any of the 12 <laughs> other episodes where he randomly sings that. That he hated. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> All no, right. a movie that he hated, Question. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. You didn't listen to that episode yet. Or if you do know, maybe you should listen to that again. Or maybe Holly Davidson, you- the Marlboro Man. You didn't even let me say it. I was going to say it. It's more fun. Ruined it. It's more fun when I do it. Ruined it. All right, so now... Ruined it. Mm-hmm. So, Ruined it. So March and Healy pull up, and and Holly's just sitting there pointing a gun at, at John Boy, and John yeah. Boy grabs Jessica and throws her through a fucking window. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, it's a big window. She just launches her through it. And he's walking by, and Healy and... and Marshall going, hey, man, did you hear something of the guy coming out of his house? <laughs> and John Boy's like, well, you know, I just threw a little girl through a window. And he opens up his trunk and he pulls a machine gun or whatever. <laughs> and a gunfight ensues. <laughs> so March gets the kids back inside. And Amelia's there. And she yells, fucking fascist. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> And then she's like, I'm sorry. Like, I overreacted there for a second. I don't know. She says something like... And then she jumps out the window. So he puts them all in the closet. He's like, stay here. But then as soon as he leaves, she bounces. So, so gunfight, gunfight, gunfight. John Boy gets his car and drives away. 
But she's like, tell Healy I said thanks for nothing. And it's like, Healy's out there in a fucking gunfight for your ass. I mean, she honestly does. She can't, she's like, it's not safe here. They're obviously all going to die. Thanks for nothing. I'm getting out of here. Which has been working for her so far. Yeah. Unfortunately, she makes it down the hill. So she, and she flies in the first car she sees. She's like, you got to get me out of here. And John Boy's like, you got to be shitting me. Bam. Boosh. Fucking shoots her in the chest. I was like, holy shit. That stopped me for a second. Because usually he's like, oh, get in the car. Yeah. I'm going to be a a hostage and you got a big chase. No. He blows her fucking chest off. He does what someone, you know, would do in reality. He's like, oh, hey, that's what I'm trying to get. Bang. I win. And he just drives away? (laughs) And she's crumpled in the fucking street. Mm Mm-hmm. At the police station, the next day, we learn that there's going to be no inquiry because the, the the nice guys have gone and they say, hey, look, there's a story. The fucking car companies are crooked as shit and these politicians are in with them. And they're like, yeah, we're, we're not going to do anything about that. <laughs> that that's not, it's not he, our bag, baby. He's yeah. like, she was murdered by her own mother. And they're like, no, she wasn't. Like, yeah, we don't think so. They're like, you should not, maybe consider changing your story. Yeah, you're not going to get anywhere with this story. You're just going to make enemies. Because right now, all you have is a story. You have no evidence. We're we're not arresting you for maybe being involved in her murder, (laughs) but you're just going to have to wait. But you have a story that's uh, with really big allegations and no evidence. Mm -hmm. And the porn movie doesn't prove it. (laughs) Anyway. We didn't see the movie. We don't know what what kind of evidence is in the movie that may prove it. It would just be just a story. It's not evidence. Maybe there is. You can put names and things, but... Maybe it's still just a story. There is evidence in there that things that they could check. Who knows? Mm. But anyway, so we're back at March's house, and Miss Glenn shows up and tells Healy that, you know, I saw Misty two days after she died. She was wearing a blue pinstripe suit, and he's like, hey, I saw that suit. And March is like, what, you saw that, pin- that suit? And he goes, yeah, it was a clothing it was a costume. It was, a, it was a costume in the movie. I'm like, what? Where did you see that? Shattuck's office. Shattuck's yeah. house. Like, holy shit balls. It's wardrobe for the movie. Um, so then it dawns on March, and they all go and... They go to Misty Mounds' house. Misty Mounds' house. Yeah. And Miss Glenn is there, and she says, look, this is where I saw my niece. She was here in that blue suit in front of a desk, but there's no desk here. And so March is like, oh, yeah, and looks around, finds a projector. Is like... Hidden projector in a... Worst detective table. ever? My ass. She was projecting the movie. She was projecting the, the movie on the wall. Watched Amelia it. Amelia came to mm-hmm. check the movie. Mm-hmm. Chet is a projectionist. Fucking Chet. Fucking he came Chet. here to check the to check Misty's copy of the movie, and they were playing it against that wall. And that's when Mrs. Glenn saw her niece. Mm-hmm. So there's two copies. There's two mm-hmm. copies. Like, but where were they unveiling it? And they realized that. At the car show. Amelia was at the hotel to meet with the distributors of the movie. Mm-hmm. Apparently they didn't make it. No, probably not. <laughs> no. They might have gotten Columbia necktied and thrown out a window. after <laughs> shot six times. All right, so at the car show, the nice guys um, head right up to the projection room. Again, there's like no security in the fucking 70s. No. They're like, hey, yeah, we're just going to go up to the projection. Why would there be security? Because, I don't know. You think they'd be like, why do you need to get in the projection room? We're looking no, for now. Like, we know Chet. Where's Chet? <laughs> and the dude says, "Who are you?" He says, "I'm in a hurry." No, he, <laughs> he goes. No, he goes. Hey, buddy, do you know where the da 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 is? He goes. How do you yeah, know it's right buddy? up here. Da, da, da. He goes. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Hey, how'd you know my name was Buddy? <laughs> he didn't. He just called you Buddy and keeps walking. Yeah. That was fucking funny. 
Um, so they get in there into the projection room and they're looking for the film, looking for the film. They're like, oh, these are just cars. It's not in here. And Tally walks in. <laughs> and March is like, hey, did you know someone switched out the briefcase? And she's like, you fucking dipshit. <laughs> she's like, you look so beautiful. <laughs> How did you like, get your hair to do that? How did you get your hair to do that? <laughs> he is not getting it. And then uh, Healy's like, you don't want to do it. You, you've never killed somebody. You know what? She goes, actually, I have. I've killed three people in Detroit. And he's like, damn. <laughs> and March is like, that's not the real you. Yeah, no, well, he says, Deep down. Because he calls her a murderer. He goes, she's not a murderer. Don't paint her with that brush. He goes, she literally said she killed three people. Goes, like, but not deep down. He's like, once might be an accident, but three people, that's a choice. Which we've seen Healy kill somebody already. Yeah. We know that he's also yeah, a murderer. Takes one to know. But one. he's like, look, I know what she's capable of. She will fucking kill us. And March is like, no. <laughs> so March finally gets it and dives <laughs> for Healy's ankles. <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I have no idea. What are you doing? <laughs> and he goes, where is it? Where is it? He goes, where is like what? reaching up his pant legs. <laughs> where's your ankle holster? He goes, I don't have an ankle holster. He goes, you showed it to me yesterday. He goes, no, I didn't. You were asleep. And he goes, in, in the wait. Dream? Was I? <laughs> Just in here. Room service. And Tally's like, come on in, Hallie. He's like, hey. And then she grabs coffee and throws it at Tally. Tally's like, why did you throw cold coffee at me? She's like, I found it outside. I thought it was hot. <laughs> She's like, he's like, I like where your head's I like at. Where your head's at. That would have been good. Good initiative. And then Tally's like, all right, everybody get over here. And then she fucking slips yes. on the wet coffee. And knocks herself and out. And knocks herself out. And then March, March goes over to her, touches her head, and puts a pillow under her. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure she's okay. Because he's, again, smitten. <laughs> all right, so the nice guys head out to go look for John Boy. No, they're going to look for Chet. Chet. They need to find Chet to find out where the movie's at. And John Boy also is looking for Chet. Well, yeah, he's already found Chet. Which Tally said, we're going to find... They had assumed she had already got to Chet, and she says, no, but my associate's looking for him. And John Boy finds Chet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And finds out where the film is and beats the bejesus at him and throws him away. Yeah. But he didn't Literally. murder him. Didn't which, kill him. He surprising. didn't kill him, which I was also surprised about. You'd think he would murder Chet. Well, maybe he likes he, Chet. I doubt it. No one likes Chet. Chet's a fucker. Maybe anyway. he left him for dead. So now Healy finds Chet. And we see Chet and John Boy both explaining, John, uh, John Boy's on the radio, saying, hey, the movie is spliced in with the movie, with the car show stuff. And wouldn't you know, the older guy finds Holly, who's getting this information. And he's like, you little shit. And he finds March and he's like, just so you know, I have a gun pointed at your little girl's ribs. And just then, the film starts. And we see, dun, 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 welcome to the car show. And you hear, uh, uh. It's like, whoa, wait, he's getting in. Uh, so the older guy is going to kill March, but he fakes like he's drunk, like super drunk. And he's crying. He's like, I'm sorry. I love you. And the older guy's like, oh, cut that crying shit out. Fucking man up. And he's like, oh, he's like, duck. He's like, huh? Duck. And then grabs a chair and blasts him. him. And so they fight. And the older guy... And March fall off. He has a fucking problem. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> Strap him down for five minutes because he falls <laughs> off the side of the building again. 
and you see him falling down and the older guy falling down together. The same time. The same down. But one of them lands in the pool and one lands on concrete. <laughs> it splats. And splats. Now, in reality, they're both dead. Yeah. But this is the movies. Friends, don't ever do this. Because if you <laughs> jump from that high and you land in a pool, that's like landing on concrete. You're fucking dead. Yeah. But March is alive. Last thing of your brain will be your ass. He sees Nixon in the pool. So <laughs> March is in the pool, and he's like, ah, oh, and he sees Nixon, and Nixon's like, come here, come here. And he's like, no, yeah. no, <laughs> no. He's like, I'm out of here. Um, so now we have gunfight. Gunfight, gunfight, gunfight. As Holly goes up to get the film. Um, she goes in the, into the projection room to find that Tally has taken it out of the projector. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, I need that. And Tally lets Holly get around her and kick her. Like, mm-hmm. she would literally have just stand like, all right, walk around. And I <laughs> give it a kick right here. Come on, give me a good one. <laughs> and she grabs the film and throws it da- out the window and it lands on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, John Boy is out there. He's killing folk left and right because they're attacking him one at a time and he's got yeah. a million bullets. And, and one of the uh, Detroit people has his, sent his goons... To get the film. Go get that film. Because in the film, it, you started talking about, you know, the catalytic converters are from Detroit and they knew they were bad. And rather than saving the world, they're trying to save a few bucks. Um, so John Boy and Healy start fighting until Healy is sitting there and he grabs a pin and he's like, oh, what's this? Oh shit, that's a grenade. And this is the longest fucking grenade ever. Because John Boy <laughs> also realizes it, takes off his jacket throws it down and now a guy was about to hit March but it lands on him and then it explodes. <laughs> it just lands right on him. <laughs> that shit's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> shit's amazing. Yeah. Like usually by the time you realize hey there's a pin bang. Yeah. <laughs> but not in this movie. These are them 70s grenades that had them like 45 second fuses. Oh, yeah. And March has the movie now. Mm-hmm. Um, well not just yet. It's still at his he hasn't picked it up yet. Oh okay. And John Boy is getting the shit beat out of him by Healy. And Healy has grabbed him by the throat and he's a squeezing. And just then, Holly's like, Mr. Healy, don't. This guy was going to carve you up with a fucking straight razor. Nope, still doesn't want to kill him. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I hit the wrong button and my fucking thing flew up. But she's like, if you kill him, I'll never speak to you again. And I was thinking, <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> but he's but he like, you're young, you'll grow into he it. He doesn't kill him. This is when March sees the film, and um, he sees on his hand where it said that remind you you'll never be happy, but it's washed off now. The, the never, says the never will be off. happy. It says you yeah. will be happy, and he grabs the film and he's like, "Ha ha! This is hot." <laughs> <laughs> um, just and then the cops show up, and we have a voiceover from March. You know, sometimes, just sometimes, you just win. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't by what he done, he did. There was a lot of uh, help. Yep, mm-hmm. a lot of it was just fucking happenstance, like <laughs> slipping on coffee and things. And that van falling over into the water. If that van had not been there, <laughs> so, so at the attorney's office, Judith sits down next to them, and they're like, "Don't look at him! Don't look at him!" And Judith tells him, "Hey, look, it's good for Detroit. It's good for me, and it's good for America." So. And he just starts going, It's like, I was just doing what was right for it. He's like, He's like, I don't get it. He's like, I think what he's trying to say is that you're Hitler. <laughs> um, she's like, if I'm not here, somebody else is just going to do the same mm-hmm. thing. And I might be going to jail, but you can't take Detroit down. 
And this is a Shane Black movie. So we cut to the next scene. Christmas. It's Christmas. Christmas. It's Christmas. And of course, uh, Marsh finds Healy. And they find out that the car companies are getting off scot-free. And Healy is drunk. It's like, oh, he's a detective now. And finds out, we turn out, yes, he is. They're there. March is there to inform Healy that he's taken out an ad for them for this for their new <laughs> partnership, which Healy might not even known about before. <laughs> the nice guys detective agency, mm-hmm. which is finally mm-hmm. all right. And he's like, and we find out about the car companies, how corrupt they are, and. Mark is like, it doesn't matter. In five years, we're going to be driving electric cars from Japan anyway. Mark my words. <laughs> so 1982. Yeah. <laughs> didn't happen. Nah. All right. Anyway. And he's like, hey. Didn't happen. <laughs> I got to show you this. This is the bad breath tie. So he has this tie and he breathes on it and just stays there. And he tells, he like, I'd breathe on this. And he crushes it down. He goes, yeah. He does like close in magic a little bit. It was funny. Um, so he goes, hey, I got a new case. A uh, guy thinks that... Um, the wife thinks that his husband is sleeping with Linda Carter. And like, Wonder Woman? Yeah, Wonder Woman. All right. He's 82, so this is a... This is a time sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the nice guys. So what did you think, Elaine? My favorite character is Healy. My least favorite character is Judith Kuttner. Because she... Sucks. Had her kid murdered. She did have a kid murdered. This is pretty terrible. And the good she bad. claimed that she wanted everybody else to die, but she did. She didn't want her daughter to get murdered. She just wanted to stop the film from coming out and kill everybody else that was involved. <laughs> but she's the one that called John Boy, so yes. she definitely wanted her, John Boy had her daughter killed. Kill her. So um, my favorite scene is the fight between Healy and the old guy at the porn party. <laughs> Uh, I just like the use of the hot tub as a fight prop. You don't see enough hot tub fights. My favorite line is, I think I'm invincible. It's the only thing that makes sense. I don't think I can die. And my favorite tertiary object is uh, Ryan Gosling's soul patch. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's funny. This was an enjoyable... I do have a couple of problems with this movie, but overall it's very well made. It's very enjoyable, and it it's it's kind of a long movie, but it doesn't feel too long. It's an hour and 56 minutes. It's, it's yeah, kind just of under two. So I, I give it a yay. All right. What about you, Carly? All right, my favorite character, I went with March, because, mm-hmm. well, he's not a good character. He made me laugh the whole movie. He's not a good guy, but he's an excellent character. <laughs> <laughs> And I almost picked his daughter for my least favorite character because she's she, on my list too. She's wouldn't let them kill the guys. <laughs> Ooh, and Carly. you're saying that? Yeah, Carly yes. advocating murder. Yeah. Because after everything she saw and everything she was involved with, and these dudes both trying to kill her, she was like, "Oh, you can't kill him. We have to help them." I appreciate somebody who always chooses life, though. Yeah, but consistent, <laughs> consistent point of view. But I went with. Um, with Amelia's mom mm-hmm. also I didn't pick her because there were times when she was very cool <laughs> but uh, my favorite scene was the porn party mm-hmm. just the whole thing the whole thing the ladies as tables the the fish the mermaid tank the <laughs> I've never been to a party like that 
Neither have I. I don't think I would enjoy it actually if I were actually there. <laughs> I don't know. Depends on the words you brought back. Like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> and my favorite line was, "Sweetheart, how many times have I told you don't say and stuff? Just say, Dad, there are whores here." And then later she says the same thing to somebody else. But I enjoyed that. And then Just my favorite. I don't do anal, not and anal and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object was the pillow that he put under Tally's head after she passed out. And I enjoyed this movie as well, so I'll also give it a yay. Yay, two yays. <laughs> Tony? Alright. Um, favorite character was uh, March, with a, with a second of Keith David, because I always love him and everything. Mm-hmm. Least favorite character is John Boy. He's going to cut up little girls with a straight razor. That's not a good look for anyone. <laughs> My favorite line, it was a tie. It was um, the uh, Haley um, with his, I guess, girlfriend or wife when she's like... Healy? Hey, Healy. Mm-hmm. Jack, I'm fucking your dad. <laughs> Spit take. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, when he go, first goes to see March, he punches him in the face and he says, we're going to play a little game. It's called Shut Up Unless You're Me. That's <laughs> 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 fucking great. That, that doesn't do justice. This movie, there was millions of lines to pick. This movie is full of great lines. And Tony was like, I could have written the whole script. I was like, this is, there's so many fucking funny lines in this movie. Um, my favorite scene, it was... Uh, it was... It was the protest, but later it got beat out by uh, the penthouse murders mm-hmm. when they get off the elevator, and then the first thing they see is the guy bleeding to fucking death from his throat, and they're like, oh my god, and then they look down the hall, and the guy's getting blasted like six times, and they're like, okay, let's get out of here. <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object were the mermaids, because they don't get enough respect, because you can drown. <laughs> <laughs> Their legs are, are bound, and they're yeah. swimming around topless, so I was like, wow, that's pretty brave. Um, oh yay this movie it was amazing Tony amazing was like, I want to buy this movie yeah, I, <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> Shane, Shane Black was starting to make me sad because his last few movies were just not that great but I, I had a blast with this movie like there was a couple of parts when in the story and stuff I was like holy shit like when they just shoot Amelia and there's a few times in, this, in the story I was just like this is crazy like and, and of course it was funny you know I do want to say as somebody who used to competitively swim the dolphin kick where your legs are together is much more efficient than a flutter kick really so the fact that their legs are bound together is probably not that big of a deal it seems they're scary. still underwater for it's a long period of time yeah but as far as like yeah we're not doubting the efficient the efficiency of the swim movement we're doubting the efficiency of them breathing underwater i they still could drown i'm just saying that i don't think their legs being bound together would be a factor okay because it's a stronger more powerful kick okay all right so my favorite character is march mm-hmm because, yeah, he's not a good guy, but he's a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, my least favorite character is Amelia. Because mm-hmm. she could have been fine if she wasn't just such an asshole. Would she have been fine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She yeah. could still have died later on. Yeah, but if she had not made a bunch of bonehead decisions. And you know when I, when I lost it on her, when I really hated it, when she yelled, fucking fascist, for no reason. Which means she's just looking to shit on people for no reason. That's how I read it. Because there was no reason for her to call anybody a fascist, and she decided she was going to yell. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite tertiary object is Yoo-Hoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Elaine, I love the Yoo-Hoo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, seen this movie multiple times, never brought up your love of Yoo-Hoo. My favorite scene, I wrote down where Healy meets Marsh, because when he comes in and he punches him, he's like, we're going to play a game called <laughs> Don't Talk If It's Not Me, and then he's like, okay, great, and he goes for the gun, and he's throwing it in his, all right, breathe, <laughs> smile fresh. It's just, it's very fun. 
which is only, and I'm going to have to split that with the second meeting of them two because when Healy comes to the toilet and he's taking a oh, shit yeah. and he's having a hard time keeping the door closed. And he so turn around. And he just can't win with them. He's yeah. like, turn around. And there's a mirror. I, there's a mirror. I, I can see. Close it. your eyes. Turn around. Can I open my eyes? <laughs> so I have the meeting of when Healy meets Marsh because it's yeah. those two scenes. And my favorite line is when they find the dead guy and they're bringing him away. And he's like, you're walking unsteady. He goes, yeah, sorry, I had a few drinks. There's a guy with a schwatz in my face. And he goes, so, and you were talking to mermaids? He goes, yes, I was questioning witnesses. Well, what were you doing while I was working? This is your first podcast. Please silence your phone. Tell me it's Will. It's not. It's somebody from Newport. It's a auto call from Newport News trying Ooh. to tell me that my car warranty is expired. Well, you better take care of that. But they're... Spoiler alert, my car isn't under warranty, so I don't know why they keep calling me. They keep doing that to me, too. I keep blocking the numbers. I do, too. I will listen to the message and press zero to take me off their list. It just does not matter. But if it's a call from Newport News, it's about my fucking warranty. Yep, same. Anyway. If the caller... Can we talk about the movie? (laughs) Then they're trying to sell me insurance. Yep. I stopped answering my phone, so... Are you done? I don't know the number. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway... Um, I will give this a yay because it's a great movie and you should watch it because it's awesome. <laughs> uh, Carly? All right, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Twitter at podcast on Instagram at podcast Talks, or you can email podcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you saw this movie. Or just let us know any of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. We're always curious. We are always curious. <laughs> And um, tune in next week on the podcast for Tony's pick. I said, you know what? Let's 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 change it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's do a vampire movie. <laughs> oh my oh, god! New hot take. So I'm gonna do 1994's Interview with the Vampire. You told me when we were at breakfast this morning, he was gonna do this movie. It's I was like, like, how? Long? <laughs> how long? Yeah. Dracula rules. That's it's how. Gotta be an hour forty, but. I think it's longer than that. I think it's over two hours. Nope, two hours, three minutes. So it's not that over bad. two hours. She wins uh, prices. Three up. minutes? Did they really need I that know. three minutes? Not in this movie. I love this movie, but there's some long drawn walking around scenes. I am the vampire the snack. So we're gonna finish the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the duology. Yeah, we're gonna I really wish they had done more of those movies. They're supposed to have a series coming out. That was years ago. They were like, yeah, the series is coming out, and they never heard anything about it. Which is kind of depressing, because it's a good story. It's all going to come down to who plays the parts, because I think the movie only... The only reason the movie was good was because Pitt and Cruz and Pitt Dunst or whatever. And they just didn't have any star power for a second. I I don't know. I liked... What's his name? Stuart Townsend's Lestat was way superior to Tom Cruise's Lestat. But the movie overall was not very... The actors... We in, all know your opinion of that movie, <laughs> my dear. They had good actors in The Queen of the Damned. They just had the worst plot of any movie ever made. Wow. Even the plot... Even the plot... Jack Frost? Even the plot of Jack Frost 2 made more wow. sense than the plot of Queen of the Damned. The fact that a banana daiquiri could defeat a killer snowman was better than anything they did. In Queen of the Damned. Except with that those couch. Hot takes. <laughs> the vampire couch is badass. We'll have it someday. <laughs> <laughs>